Welcome to the Akshay JP show your one stop destination for thought provoking conversation and inspiring stories in this special episode we dive deep into an essential topic that often goes overlooked mental health and men i'm delighted to have the esteemed dr ankush wanjari joining us today together we'll shed light on the stigma surrounding men's mental health breaking down barriers and fostering understanding so tune in and prepare to embark on a journey of empathy compassion and growth as we navigate through this crucial subject let's challenge stereotypes debunk myths and pave the way for a healthier and more supportive society without further ado let's begin this transformative episode where wisdom meets candid discussions right here on the akshay nipi show your mental well-being matters and this podcast is here to remind you that you are not alone hit play and let's elevate the conversation together Hello everyone this is GP Akshay and welcome to the second episode of the GP Akshay show and we have a very special guest with me here today we have Ankush Wanjari who is a MBBS MD in psychiatry hello welcome sir thank you akshay it has been an honor i have been following your podcast on spotify and youtube and instagram i see your senior last interview with sanjana ma'am so Looking forward to this interesting conversation. Great, great. Sir. Thank you so much. How are you, by the way? How are you doing? I am doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, today's session is going to be really, really awesome because we are discussing one of the most important topics when it comes to mental health. That is, a mental health being a man. I think this is a very... i would say people don't talk about it a lot and uh, this entire topic when it comes to you know mental health particularly in men i think it's very the awareness is quite less as much as i have seen you i'm sure you must have faced it in your expertise in your career as well uh, we have several questions where ankush so is going to answer i hope you enjoy this podcast i'm very excited let's begin this so one question uh, i really want to ask and start this interview is why do you think mental health when it comes to men is a very crucial thing to address this topic of our discussion today that is uh, yeah. kept the topic as mental health in men especially means that we are going to see but uh, rather than diverging specifics we will first be talking about mental health per se and overall our discussion of the day will be about mental health only with the perspective of means so starting with the topic that we have in our hand mental health first of all we need to know what is actually health so according to wh the definition being given in 1947 health has been defined as a state of complete physical mental and social well-being and not merely an absence of disease or infirmity so seeing the focus being given on the mental health back in 1947 it is high time now that we start thinking about mental health as a priority as much as we gave it to the physical health being said that we later on move to the Uh, WHO definition of mental health just given in 2022 according to which the mental health is a state of uh, 
mental well-being that enables the people to cope with the stresses of their lives and realize their abilities, their potentials, learn well, work well, hmm. and contribute to the society. So when we see towards this definition, which has hmm. been very meticulously made, what I see, this definition will underlies the fact that a person Whichever gender it belongs to, whichever religion it belongs to, whichever religion the person belongs to. It is a state of mental being where a person is able to cope up with whatever stresses that he or she has to deal throughout that life. Dealing with those stresses, being able to perform and excel in their individual fields. And when you excel in their individual fields, mm. ultimately you contribute to the society. So, Underlying this importance mm. of mental well-being and mental health. We are living currently in a population of 8.1 billion people around the world in which we Indians constitute about one quarter crores with a good sex ratio of about 1.02. The prevalence of the mental disorders mm. or the mental health problems is something worrisome. Especially mm. After the COVID-19 era, we have seen a significant rise, and this is according to the data. About 25 to 26 percent raise is in the anxiety disorders. About 25 to 26 percent raise in the uh, depressive symptoms uh, or depressive disorder per se. This has been noted since the post-19, post-COVID-19 era. So, seeing all of these things, this is the high time now. That we start giving preference to psychological distresses, psychological problems, mental health disorders to mm-hmm. come across them. But when we come across them, we should be able to recognize them and we should know when to take that first step for help. Along with these things in mind, our today's discussion, I would like to keep it or just we will go on with the topics being like male specific problems, uh, social myths and misconceptions regarding the males in the society. The barriers to recognize as well as to seek help for the psychological distresses or mental health problems and the things mm. or the steps which are necessary to be taken in order to break these barriers. Fair. Great, sir. So, uh, in generally, that when it comes to mental health, uh, being a guy, I have always heard from people around me that, you know, like, ladke nahi rona chahiye, tadko ko, kisi bhi tarah ka problem nahi rehta mentally, you know, if mental health is a very uh, girly thing and all that thing. But I faced a lot of mental health issues personally. I went through a lot of anxiety problems. I went through a lot of uh, depressive symptoms. Then I went to therapy. I also see a lot of people uh, when it comes to guys. I, particularly in guys, I think like you know, most of the time we hide our feelings inside our heart. Why do you think this usually happens? Do you think this is societally, this is this is actually happening, or is it? Do you think psychologically it has been built up into our mind? 
as all the questions that you are going to ask are going to be intriguing. This question is another one of them. So let's start uh, looking uh, to today's era. As a time when we are in the process of undergoing an ideological transition, wherein uh, hmm. the men have gained access to the kitchens, we have uh, happily, wholeheartedly hmm. acknowledged the uh, uh, change of the term housewife to the homemaker, and where every responsibility, hmm. all the duties in the household as well as outside are being shared equally by the family members irrespective of the gender. Though this ideological transition is still undergoing, so it is going to take some amount of time. But as of now, mm. when we see this positive trend, on the other side, we have social media where uh, we, have, we get to see some concepts like alpha mains, child-like characters, mm. who are being portrayed. Their characters may uh, in such a way that they are uh, portrayed in the form of uh, stone-hearted boys or maids with uh, perfect bodies, six-packs, eight-packs, with yeah. a full-grown beard, and to the people who keep mm-hmm. themselves. So that is a portrayal being put in the social media about the maids. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. at the same time, I would like to mention anything we have the poor people, charlog, the charlog that we hear about, the charlog kya kahenge. So whenever a person mm-hmm. who tries to open up about, or specifically men who tries to open up about some problems that are going on in his life, they always come across these sentences or these terms. Uh, in any day, it is commonly that mat ko dar nahi hota. In English. Something be a man, just get on with it. Or in Marathi, in my mother tongue, it is mm. hey, you are a poor person to Rato. Means being a boy will see with kind now. So these kind of terms, this they tell us about the perspective mm. of the society. Somewhere. So mm. these terms, these sentences being spoken by your own family members, by your own by one colleagues, these uh, remain etched in our mm-hmm. mind somewhere because they are being repeatedly heard mm-hmm. the means of the society mm-hmm. again and again. But we have to be very mm-hmm. straight with it that it is nothing but the society's image of how a male is. Mm-hmm. Getting to the other aspect, when you talk about the perspective, social pers- perspective of the male, the expectations from the male come mm. by the society. Now, the society expects every mm. male to be uh, very strong, both physically and emotionally. Mm. He, or, he should be the mm. sole breadwinner of the family. And he should not bow down or he should not cry. No matter what kind of difficulties he has faced, whatever he comes across the life, no, you are not supposed to do that. But in reality, mm. in reality, the problem arises when these expectations aren't, when these expectations mm. do not match up the reality. Then you have the emotions of depressive symptoms, anxiety disorders, and very commonly means substance use disorders. 
which has seen. Yeah. So we need to be aware of this ideological transition at one side. At the other end, we have to be aware the social perspective of being a male, how it is defining the psychological well-being of a male. Great. So how do you think this stigma also can affect mental health separately because of the entire societal uh, pressure that we have? Do you think this can also make, uh, put a lot of pressure and how do you think this affect in a man's mental health particularly? The stigma around the mental health, be it a male or a female, it has been a thing which has been talked about a lot. Though, yet still we are seeing a positive trend, but we need to be aware of this thing and very uh, categorically speaking, the stigma around this mental health comes around with demand terms in general public whenever we talk, whenever we say, or suppose tomorrow you have an issue which you are facing at your college maybe, you go and talk it out with your friend. It's a very good friend of yours. You go in confidence speak it out with you are aware about your state you want to speak so you go you approach this person you are supposed to talk whatever is coming to you tell him on the story everything that is and you are expecting not a solution from him but maybe just a year to year he replies to you by saying that are yeah nothing man come on let's have a beer and we'll sort it out or if there is another instance where a family man, a person with a family, he has uh, many disputes at the home, he has financial stresses, he is going and talking with one of his older brother maybe, and is trying to express whatever the problems are going on currently in his life. But yeah, this whole, yo, yeah, oh, yeah, as a problem hai. What does the elder brother give the advice? He said, in the Marathi also we have this kind of problems when we when a person when a man goes and expresses some problems to somebody especially his friends hmm. like very like cut cuts are very problematic at home let's just go break one one quarter and just cool ourselves down. So rather than acknowledging that a person is trying to come and speak to you, express the problems, share his views, share his opinions, share the stresses that he's undergoing as well. Rather than listening to the problems and mm-hmm. be supportive, the other way around it goes like, hey, no man, nothing happens. Let's go and do this. Let's try this. Let's try that substance. So you are looking for a momentary, uh, really kind of thing. But it is not the solution. Mm. Mm. Why this happens? Because the friend, the brother, or whosoever the person is trying to speak he, he or she doesn't acknowledge or doesn't want to accept that his friend or his relative may be having a mental problem. Because again, the stigma comes around. Because you have, if you have the mental problem, then you're supposed to be 
not fit in the society. Like you can survive with diabetes, you can survive with hypertension, you can survive with any chronic physical disease. But as soon as you tell that a person is suffering from mental disorders, the stigma around it pushes everybody away from it. So that is how the stigma mm. is current work. Very true. Uh, in your fields, uh, you must be taking therapies, isn't it? How do you think uh, st- from the starting point of your career until now, to using the men who are coming in the therapy session have increased and awareness when it comes to this that no uh, even men can go to uh, therapies when they have mental health issues do you think it has increased according to your point of view according to in your field the uh, clinical experience that I have whenever I have come across uh, male patients most of the times as far as the data also the same whenever the a male in the society has any stresses mm-hmm. any stresses can be depressive symptoms, it can be anxiety symptoms, it can be uh, interpersonal relationship issues at home with friends or in the family. The first resort we go to is the substances. Can be alcohol, can be mm-hmm. all of this receive the momentary uh, relief from all of this with this situation. But ultimately when we have, when we are talking about uh, dealing with male patients, the main thing that governs their treatment or their first step towards seeking mental health, it is being determined very heavily by the social perspective. Like they will not inform most of the things mm-hmm. they come alone, they will come alone and tell about the or they will come alone and tell about the distress. Because the perception in the society is made in such a way that men should be strong. There is a, a, a mm. phrase, be as strong as a man. Ah, stereotype. Mm. And being as strong as a man. Now, focusing on this phrase, when we see evolution, we have seen the process of evolution, how we gain from Now, earlier, the means were supposed to or had taken up the tasks of hunting, gathering food, building shelters for the family. This was the work the maize were allotted. Okay. So these work hunting. For sure they were not very particular about catching fishes and catching that animal. Whatever edible animal they can find, they would go for it. Now, you imagine the amount of physical strength that would be required for hunting these animals done when we didn't have proper weapons. So we needed to have that physical strength of that thing. And as per the process of evolution and genetics, these genes were preserved. The physical strength part in the means was preserved. But nowhere we would find the evidence that we have immunity or a particular shield kind of thing against the emotional distresses also. Or we have that extra power to fight 
the psychological distresses that the males face in their life. So this is what creates the social perception about male. Them not being able to come up with the mental health issues, not being able to speak up about, mm -hmm. the, about the issues in the family or at work, or any problems, physically also if they're facing, it's very difficult for them to come up with. Fair. Okay. So do you think uh, it has increased in your entire experience? People are coming. Basically, so, are coming into therapy. Spoke about this transition uh, that is happening. It is a good thing that we are accepting the people outside the gender-specific roles that have been assigned by the society, by the tradition, by the culture. So we are going towards the positive, but still it, it governs somewhere. I told you that even if we are undergoing this wonderful change, there is some aspect of the society, there is some part, some bit left somewhere, which still thinks the existence of alpha means is there. The existence of shadowing mm -hmm. characters is there. So, that is what hampers or acts like a barrier for these people to come to get consultation or to just visit to see if there is any problem. Okay. Great, sir. Uh, I think this question that I'm going to ask you is uh, it's going to change the entire perspective on how we think about mental health, especially in terms of men. Do you think men can cry? This question has been violated in the point of discussion and nowadays or in the recent times. When we are talking about this transition or the good change that is happening in the society. Yes, it is absolutely normal for any male or female mm -hmm. to cry whenever they feel soft, whenever they feel like there is nothing abnormal in crying. As I told you, but there is no immunity shield that has been given to you as a male or as a female or any other there is no shield of that thing that is our immunity that is set against all of this psychological distress. So when you have so many stresses, so many problems, so many issues with the life, can be familial, can be work related, can be personal, it can be a relationship. Meeting all of these things then the what is the for a long period of time, it has got to as a went of its own. So maybe crime helps it. So we wouldn't uh, encourage, not discourage. But whenever you feel like crime, you should cry. Not a good advice coming from us. Just right. Because we are supposed to make No, no, no. It's got So. So you also, even you believe the fact that, you know, it's not a sign of weakness in any, in respect of gender. I think crying is something, it's it's just a emotional thing, right? And it doesn't make someone strong, doesn't make someone weak. No, it doesn't make anybody strong. It doesn't make anybody weak. 
it doesn't make you a rotor it doesn't make you a kai baby it doesn't make you anything it just proves that you are dumb that you are real one you have emotions great you have been undergone something and yes if you are crying you are a human that's it even uh, martin luther king jr he said specifically or like to quote him that men mm-hmm. may cry but they don't stay down so yes even he has spoken at that time so it stands true mm-hmm. did you know great great okay let me move to another question uh this is i would say very important question in this entire podcast is how do you think we can encourage mental health in terms of men for example what i am doing right now is making a podcast telling people that you know especially men who are watching this podcast even they can get to know about this that therapy exists and that's okay if you face a lot of problems in your life and that is completely okay and that doesn't make you strong that doesn't make you weak it's just okay do you think in terms of psychiatry or uh, what do you think that how can we increase this to remove this entire stigma and and remove this entire stereotype and make this awareness among people that mental health is important particularly in men also so as we are doing this podcast right now this is one of the most important ways to communicate or uh, to make this information reach the masses in a short period of time maybe they can access this particular build up information on video or on audio anything they want so this is a very great way of spreading the information creating an awareness apart from this hmm. we have to break the myths that are present in the society this misconception about the means in the society is one thing that is the biggest hurdle right now in the society that we need to deal with we need to break it down we need to break the stereotype we need to make people aware about it and this person starts from your own uh, parents we have to be making this bit of information reach our parents because uh, it has been seen traditionally especially in Indian context traditionally we have seen that uh, uh, the rituals or the traditions uh, or the festivities which are carried out most of them are male dominant like we have some rituals where our means uh, are given preference for doing that particular thing. the means they are supposed to be carrying the name of the family carrying the inheritance of the family forward carrying their surnames forward so they are given this sense of entitlement what you can call at a very tender age from that age they have been seeing this thing happening in the whole being told by grandparents parents they will be speaking about this particular fact now what happens is as they grow up as they see the world around as the world around them changes or there are transitions going on around the world this person he or she 
might not be able to match the expectations that were set up by the parents and the grandparents. So that itself can cause mm-hmm. the distress from there, the problems can originate. So most effectively, it is the parents who should be told or parents who should be made aware about these things. Because our parents had been uh, brought up in a way that they will be uh, whatever problems come in their life. The grandparents would be like, hey, no man, you're strong. You should not, you should not think like this. You can deal with it. You're a man. Come on. Hmm. Seeking the means at home when they are not effective in the communication. Being a male, you are not supposed to share anything that comes to your heart. A woman can. This is a stereotype that has been set. A woman can. Woman does. Even males want. Males can. Mm. But the problem being the stereotypes that have been set. That no. We are supposed to be said. We are supposed to be said. We are supposed to be very strong. We are supposed mm. to be cold. This stereotype has to be broken somewhere. This can be broken only if there is awareness. One thing. We have to encourage communication. Encouraging communication can be at multiple levels. It can be the best and the easiest source of communication or the way of communication is your parents. Whatever the problem in the next mm-hmm. meeting, your parents can always lead you. Because uh, as they say, we so anytime their experience counts and you can always ask them for guidance. Your friends, mm. provided that you are in a very good company, your friends can always be a good listener. Per se. Whatever problems you have, if they are confident, they can keep this confident enough. You will be happy and you will be having a on that on that particular other thing you can have communicate with your partners. You can have you, you, there's always the same that in the relationships you should communicate, communicate, communicate. What does communication message? This I have to this I did you wake up? No, this is not communicate. You have to communicate how was you need to have a conversation from every time you get that my toothbrush fell in the toilet today to my boss who got angry on me for a little mistake I didn't if you have that effective communication mm-hmm. it is always going to both the parties it is not just unilateral it is always going to both the parties so that communication will be a problem being said that we should always remember this thing that it is okay to talk. It is okay to break down. Mm. It's okay to slow down. It is okay to even ride down. But it's not okay to stop. Mm. This should be remembered. Coming to the ways in which the awareness can be created, one of the things that we're doing right now, this podcast thing. Apart from that, we have been seeing recently some of the celebrities, film actors, cricketers have been focusing on their mental health. We have recently seen one of the leading cricketers taking a break 
of maybe some time because of mental exhaustion and returning back to this form like it. So he has acknowledged the fact that mental health is important. He highlighted the importance of mental health. Along with that, we should also have some seminars in the colleges and the schools which are directed or which have the topics which are dealing with the psychological problems both in males and females how to detect those when to say that okay mm. fine you will be requiring some help some professional help and to make that particular mm. help or therapy accessible to those people so these seminars can help last but not the least the thing of government policies directed towards the mental health safeguarding the mental health we have taken some positive steps in the form of bms eu and lmfp but still there is a long way to go because of the last scale implementation that is required in these policies so we are looking forward to it positive great way sir ah uh, that was really good you explained it really really well uh thank you and uh, now i'm going to ask you two questions related related to in psychiatry medical field that uh, first question is that using when it comes to anxiety depression or maybe any mental health do you think the affect uh, affect in the sense uh the way brain reacts to these kind of things like anxiety depression do you think this is very different in men compared to women or is it it has nothing related to gender so when we are seeing to this aspect of men and women males and females we would underline this fact that females they undergo very like their abundant number of stresses throughout their life the role transitions that they undergo uh-huh. initially as a daughter the daughter then hormones uh-huh. yes the menstruation then the the ongoing changes hormonal changes happen on menstrual cycle menstruation cycles whenever they're going on they will have this thing then there is a last which she has to go uh very new environment get adjusted get secured make them their own family members adjust to all the surrounding at the same time she has the task to maintain her individual beyond that she has to get transitioned into the role of mother so these many number of transitions the hormonal changes the biological changes that are that they are undergoing it is quite like we should give them some appreciation we should give them a lot of appreciation not some because the way they handle the stresses females seem to be more resilient to want to do service coming towards the aspect of what compared to females and males that it has got some difference in the symptoms So 
when we are talking about the mental disorders, whether the presentation in males and the females not. No, the difference should not be there because the problem is when you are having the mental health disorder, when you are having a depressive symptom, when you are having an anxiety symptom, or when you are having a psychotic symptom. All of these things are taking place because there is a neurotransmitter balance that is happening in your brain. So the neurotransmitter balance is so almost equal whenever you are seeing about the, in the view of symptoms. Now how they cope up with it is a bit, is a bit different. Like the females, it has been seen according to the data that we have. There have been articles which have focused on uh, whenever the females will have some stressors. They can, they have the tendency to talk it out. They have a tendency to seek help earlier as compared to males. Again, the social perspective of being a male comes in between whenever they seek help. So that barrier which is there means rather than going for seeking help, they will go for the substances. So the presentation hmm. in the OPD or in your clinic can be different. The stresses okay. will be the same. The symptoms will be the same. The cause of the symptoms will be the same. But the presentation can differ in both means. Okay. That's understood. Great. Uh, when it comes to medications, uh, the, you know, I went through a lot of anxiety problems. You suggested me some uh, medicine. Even Sanjaram suggested me some medicine. If you think that in uh, the same amount of stress that I'm, I was going through, the same amount of you know symptoms, same everything is same. Only thing is the gender difference. If I was a girl, and do you think the medication would make a huge difference? Do you think doses in terms of maybe in, uh, different medications are given to women and different medications are given to men? Do you think this entire thing of medications plays an important role in particular in men's mental health? Very good question again. When we are talking about uh, a psychiatric symptom or the medications or what we can call this disorder. These are focused at managing or correcting the neurotransmitter imbalance that has happened. Okay. So for that purpose, whatever medications which we prescribe in psychiatry, those are decided on the terms of there are various number of uh, variables which we look out. Like if there is any pre-morbid mm. physical disorder is there or not? How was the pre-morbid functioning of the patient? What does the patient expect from the medications? Whether the patient will be able to comply with the medications that have been given or not? How does the patient profile mm. appear to you? The ones are not about what medications have been given. So we are, not, we are now in the advancing era of psychiatry where we have any number of drugs coming into market being researched upon up on the basis of the evidence we have we prescribe we prescribe and we see the response we, after seeing the response 
Hmm. If at all with particular medications, you can continue the scene or then we have trials of the other medications. Then we have adjunctives or supportive treatment. So there is an array of things that we have to look out for before starting any medication or before considering any pharmacological approach for the patient. But it is not the one hmm. solely on the basis of male or female. Okay. Great. So this is uh, gender doesn't play a big role in this. No. Great, sir. Great. It was great, sir, talking with you. I think uh, we had a very good conversation. One line of motivation you want to give all the men who listening to the, this podcast, what is your call on men's mental health? What do you think? One line of motivation won't be enough to motivate all the males or what I suppose. But uh, hmm. to say at the least, we should be aware about the stereotypes. We should be aware about the misconceptions. We should be aware of what we are feeling. The males should be aware of what they are undergoing, what stresses they had, what they want to become, what they want in their life. And not let anybody else decide what is good for them, what is bad for them. They should recognize their own mental mm-hmm. They should recognize when we need help. They should not hesitate just for the sake of social uh, reputation to seek the help that is required for them. And I wish all the men and women and everybody a stable mental health. Great, sir. Great. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much for joining in to, uh, to this show and uh, I hope people who have reached till this part of the podcast, I hope people enjoy it too because I already have a lot of positive vibes talking to Ankur, sir, because I think he's one of the most nicest people I've met in my life being a... At, uh, now, as I met you through Sanjana, ma'am, and uh, it's, it's a great to have you in my life. It's a great pleasure to have you. Us. Thank you so much, sir. You. Okay. Yes, I am permitted to. Yes, sir. Sure. This. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Sure. The aspect above, uh, you asked me about crying. So, how did it make you feel when you had uh, so many problems to deal with and you took help? You took help, you stood forward, you approached, mm. you recognized that it was something. How was your experience? Great, sir. I would say, especially when it, I'll answer your first question, which is uh, crying. I think I had uh, months of months of crying. I went through a very bad heartbreak. And uh, this is something... I have never faced it before. This, is my, this was my first time. And I never knew the pain would be this severe. You know, there is this physical pain that you feel something, but this mental pain, the feeling of you know, losing someone, you know, you have this uh, tendency in your life that you have this attachment, you have this habit whenever you get up in the morning, you have this habit of talking to the same person again and again. Suddenly, you, you know, just a span of time, it just vanishes. And... To live your life, to restart your life, 
uh, without this person i think it's it was indeed the most difficult phase of my life and obviously i used to cry a lot because of it and uh, i thought who cries this much because at some point in your life i used when i used to like cry i was i used to think to myself like is this okay is, is it like something wrong with myself and uh, cuz i used to cry for like hours and hours it was so painful thinking about the entire hour. and it used to be very you know like automatically very sad about it and when i fall into this loophole of being depressed and all that uh, i think time heals Uh, yes obviously crying makes you stronger i would say in generally people say it's a sign of weakness no it it is not i feel it it heals you inside completely and you know uh, you should remove all that pain i think i believe cry tears or something your heart can't speak that's what i think it's it's a language of your heart that's that's what i feel because uh it was you know like it, it feels good when when entire session of crying happens i think it feels really really good and yes i stood for help because i thought it it is needed i think that's what being exposed to the good side of social media is that we when we get exposed to good content people say you know get up try to take help if you feel like something is wrong with you and that's what happened and obviously today i here i am making the session of a podcast baba you mentioned sex and the wonderful journey that you had wonderful and blessings that thank you so thank you and you are standing tall now you took the health that was required you are creating awareness about this congratulations thank you sir thank you so much so guys hope you enjoyed this entire podcast uh, think we will bring more and more with anku sir if possible please let me know in the comments that you need if you want would ask any questions we would love to do more episodes with him i hope you enjoyed it thank you so much keep watching the akshay gp show